So Jonah Hill's up in her DMs, hollering at her. She clearly accepted. But Jonah should have known better. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I think Socrates said that. Pretty sure. I could have that wrong. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. Oh my gosh, I am I am recovering from being sick, folks. Uh, it is Tuesday. It is a dreary day down here in Dallas, Texas, rather Richardson, Texas, where we're at the Shell Shock CBD Studios. Oh, I apologize, first and foremost, for sounding like I just got ran over by a truck because I feel like I did. I'm still, uh, I'm still in recovery. Uh, I don't know if I'm fighting off a sinus infection. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm just going to put it all out there. You know, when you normally start coughing up uh, green mucus, it's a sign of an infection. Well, I haven't been doing that. It's just been a lot of nasally just being clogged up, head just feeling just very um, tight. No issue with the lungs. Nothing to do with COVID. I know everybody's starting to think that. It's like, COVID, is it COVID? No, it's not COVID. Everything's COVID these days. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that. Is it COVID? You're dying of COVID. Did did you get your booster shot? No, it's not that. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate everybody tuning in today. Man, it has been, uh, these last five days have been intense. It's been a lot of back and forth. For those that don't know, I got to travel up to uh, St. Louis, Missouri to go be back on the Real AF podcast with Andy Frasilla and DJ. Great group of people. Uh, I had a great time. Great time with them. They they just, great environment. I love getting to talk to Andy. Andy is a very unique individual. Um, we don't see eye to eye on a few things, but the fact is I can have really good conversations with Andy and DJ, and they definitely make you feel welcome. They don't attack you. And I, I got to get this out of the way first and foremost. Um, by that token, I, look, I don't I don't know why. I kept, If you've watched the episode or you listened to it, I'm sorry. I get in this, this, this frame of mind... And I don't even realize I am saying something so repetitive. Uh, uh, Tyler, uh, you know, he came with me. He's my bodyguard. He's protecting me with a Nerf gun. And he basically is like, you kept saying that. They should have made a drinking game out of that. You know, people would have died. But, um, <laughs> and then after Andy's, uh, went over to, drove over to a Jefferson City, Missouri, Missouri, to go see Austin Peterson. Finally got to meet the man, the myth, and the legend, and his beautiful better half, Stephanie. Great time over there with them. Great group of people. Got to go be on his show. And, uh, man, it, it was a lot of fun. They're really, really good people. So, and somehow along the line, when we landed back in Dallas, um, Tyler and I, as soon as we got off the aircraft and left the airport, I looked at him and was like, is your throat hurt? He's like, yeah. I said, like, we got something. So, Tyler was sick with it. You know, I'm I'm recovering. And my girlfriend, she's sick with it now. So it's, hey man, it's coughing uh, and just may just saps all the energy out of you. Managed to make it through the gym this morning, just a little bit of cardio, got something in. But, uh, oh man, I wouldn't, oof, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Sucks, but glad to be back, glad to be home. You know, it's weird because like the older you get, I love traveling, don't get me wrong. I do love to travel, but there is nothing like being at home. You know, there's nothing like being in your own place that just makes you feel like, I just don't want to leave this place. I love it here. You know, we've crafted our own little paradise, um, but uh, it's, I'm happy to be home. I want to give a special shout out to all of Andy's listeners and Austin's listeners um, that tagged me on that show. Dude, I want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, my Instagram, AA Savage Show, just got blown up from all the tags of Andy's followers saying, listen to this show. This is awesome. I am so humbled. Thank you for doing that. 
Um, it's rare that I see so many people actually sharing the stuff. Andy's crowd is very loyal. And I'm telling you, it felt really welcoming to see so many people tagging me, tagging the show, sharing it, saying, you need to listen to this. This is fire. This is great content. The comments left. I can't even get my own crowd to do that. So thank you to Andy's crowd. It was very, it makes you feel um, appreciated. And I, I, I really, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. And I'm, I'm honored that he actually had me on the show. He wants to do more of it. I'm down. You know, hopefully Andy comes down to Dallas. We'll come into the studio, do this show. But it was a great time. Really, really good time. Hopefully I didn't get them sick. But uh, big thank you to them, man. And they share it. You know, I ask the same thing in my audience. Do me a favor. If you want to help us, share the show. Share it with your friends. Tag me on Instagram. Tag me on Facebook. Share it out there. That, you know, without you, this does not grow. I don't pay for ads, folks. I don't pay to people to share this show. I bring on guests. I hope they share it. Andy did me a solid. I thanked him for that. You know, Andy knows. He knows my situation. Now, we have, not getting too out there, but, you know, we were we were uh, discussing it after the show. You know, it was over at his house. We were just talking afterwards. And, you know, he said something that really resonated with me. He said, you have a voice that needs to be heard. You just need to kind of play by the rules a little bit on the Instagram and shit like that. And then take it to the podcast. It's like, yeah, lesson learned on that one. I've lost all my following and I'm trying to rebuild it slowly but surely. And it's through your help that we can achieve this. But I got to start playing censor a little bit on these platforms. Not censor what I say or what I think, but just don't say it on the platforms that results in getting me banned. But instead saying here on the, on the podcast, driving people back to the show. So it is what it is. It's never too late. I'm starting from scratch. I'm, I'm starting from scratch and we're going to do this, you know. We're going to do this. We're going to start all over. I appreciate everybody sharing the show, tweeting me out at AA Savage. Actually, it's John Burke 39 now on Twitter. I got banned again because that's just what happens when you speak your mind. Even Twitter doesn't like me. But anyway, a big thank you to the Andy Vercilla podcast group. You guys are freaking incredible. Thank you for making this guy feel um, just appreciated, man. I really, I really sincerely do appreciate that. As you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. If you go over here and check it out, we've got gummies, we've got sleep, we can help you with the stress and your anxiety, folks. I'm going to leave it at that. I am so confident in this product working for you that it comes with a 100% money back guarantee. Name me however many other companies do that. But how many companies actually do that these days? Last episode, we had Sharika Soul. Sharika's in the comments. What's up, Sharika? Uh, she's going to start streaming. I've convinced her. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. This empowered black woman's going to go out there and take the fight to the enemy. She's going to do it on her own. I love that. I love that. Empowering people to speak up. Don't let them censor you. We need more of that in this day and age. Way more of that. If more people adopted the stance of saying, I don't give a fuck what society thinks about me. I don't give a shit how many friends I lose. Because the truth is worth fighting for. The truth is worth dying for. But instead, we've got so many people so afraid to speak their minds. But instead, they go along with the narrative. They go along with what's popular and trending. Folks, I can tell you my entire life, my entire life, I've been that guy. To sit there and say, wait a minute. Why are we doing this? What, what purpose does this serve? We need more people like that. But anyway, shellshockcbd.com. Go check it out. Code Savage. Save you some money. And you can get reward points if you become a reward uh, member subscriber. You cannot beat this, folks. We appreciate all your love. Folks, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share button. It helps us out greatly. We cannot thank you enough. Uh, before we get into today's show, I'd actually had a request to bring back a segment called Dear John. Now, for those that don't remember this, it's basically you write you write in, I don't know why you want my advice, but I will gladly give it to you if you're asking me for it. I am not going to sit there and say I am some kind of guru on advice. I am not some Tibetan monk trained in the hills of China or Indonesia. It's not me. Just common sense, man. That's all I'm offering. But I'd actually had a, a friend reach out and she said, John, my boyfriend and I are having trouble. I'm not going to mention names. I don't want to put their, their, you know, identity out there. And she said, I'm very passionate about politics. And he's not. And I see how you and your girlfriend are. You've said before in the podcast that she's not really into it. You are. It's very passionate things. And she goes, I feel like maybe I need someone that's more akin to my viewpoints. That's more into the things that I'm into. Am I wrong here? And folks, you know, 
I, I can't really give you a solid answer on that because ultimately you've got to decide what it is that you really want in a partner. I will tell you this right now, just for me speaking from my own experiences, I probably couldn't be with a partner that's as passionate as politics as I am. Because when you're at work all day and you talk this, you know, and let's, let's not even kid ourselves. Politics is a very taxing, soul-sucking topic to get into. Every day I dread having to come in here and scroll through the topics and see just how stupid this world is, how idiotic it's become. Because I could sit here, I could give you good news, but you wouldn't listen. Good news never gets shared. You know, it's it's like pulling teeth just getting to people to share John Ross content on Instagram. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie about this. This is something that's been kind of pissing me off for a little while. <coughs> people ask me to bring John Ross back. Bring John Ross back. I do. I create an Instagram account. account. I create a YouTube account. You know how many people share that content? Almost none. Almost none share it. So why bother? What's the point? I put myself through all this stuff to create content. And all I ask is just share it. Just share it. Help me grow this audience. And they won't even do that. So what's the point? But let's go back. I'm on a little rant here. I don't even care. It's just something that's been on my mind. I don't think I'm going to upload John Ross content anymore. There's no point. I actually started doing it on, on TikTok and it's growing again. Facebook, Instagram, yeah, good luck. Nobody shares shit over there. Because I think the consumers have become so accustomed to getting so much free content, they forget what it's like to be the content, or they don't know what it's like to be the content creator that is putting this stuff out there. And you consume it, you're not charged, and that's all you do. It's like you get consume, it's like, ah, move on, swipe next. But you don't really give much care to the pains that person goes through to give you said content to make you laugh. When all it takes is just a click of a share button, that's it. And I can't even get people to do that. When I saw Andy's crowd's reaction, dude, oh my God. Like I was, I don't know. I was just really taken aback. I was like, thank you so much. I was trying to DM as many people as I could. Thank you for sharing this. I appreciate it. It goes a long way. I, I sincerely appreciate it. But the point that I want to make though is that you've got to figure out what it is that you want in your own relationship, in your own life. I could not be surrounded by politics 24-7. Can you imagine being around this toxicity all day? That's your job, partially. And then you go home, and your significant other wants to bring up politics as well. And then you're just engulfed in it 24-7. The home space needs to be a place where you can breathe, breathe a sigh of relief, where there is nothing there that's going to make you feel like you are still a part of that toxic environment. It needs to be a place that is your home, your sanctuary, your fortitude, your fortress of solitude, if you will, for all the nerds out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. It needs to be the place where you can go to to decompress, a place you look forward to going to. Now, if the other person occupying that space only continues to bring into that space the toxicity which you surround yourself with on the daily then you're really not done working. You're still in this, this mental space of combating ideas, debating ideologies, yada, yada, yada. So I would caution you to be very careful for what you wish. Because when you find someone that is exactly like you, that's not any fun. In fact, it's kind of, it's kind of boring. What's the point in dating someone exactly like you? That's just me here. Now, I'm, I'm talking from John Burke's perspective. I'm not saying this is the gospel truth. Because I know there's going to be some moron out there. Well, you know, I, I, I disagree. Well, I'm talking for me. For me here. I can already hear you out there just screaming at the sky and punching the air. He's wrong. He's wrong. Maybe I am. But for me, I'm not. I like the fact that my partner is not as ingrained into politics as I am. Now, she asks questions, and I say, these are my beliefs. I don't sit there and say, you have to see it my way. Absolutely not. I encourage people to think for themselves. I would never try and tell somebody, this is right and this is wrong. I simply say, this is the way I think, and this is why. That's it. And then, again, if, that, if you want to surround yourself with that 24-7, my God, it's a wonder you don't put a bullet in your brain. 
This stuff is so toxic. It's so just draining on the soul. Trust me. Trust me. It really is. Excuse me. I'm sorry for um, all the uh, congestion and the coughing. Nothing I can do about it. I'm trying to get better. Um, I'm going to be ending the show a little bit early today and then heading back home because now the girlfriend's sick. I got her sick, so I got to go take care of her. I don't, I don't have to. I want to go take care of her. Uh, it just sucks. It just sucks all the energy out of you. But anyway... Got to go be on Andy's and then Austin's show in Missouri over in Jefferson City. Man, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. If you've never been to Jefferson City, we didn't really get a chance to do a lot of touring. Uh, we flew in on Thursday, late Thursday, went on Andy's on Friday, and then uh, hit Austin's, or excuse me, no, no, no. We flew in Wednesday, went on Andy's on Thursday, went on Austin's on Friday, and then flew out Friday night to come back to Dallas, and then... Um, that's when I got sick. So I haven't really been able to upload any new episodes. I apologize for that, folks. I know you've been waiting, but that's just what's been going on right now. So anyway, all right, there you have, there's your dear John. My advice to you is make sure that's exactly what you want. You know, I, I find that sometimes we think the grass is always greener. Sometimes we think we know what we want based upon um, maybe perceptions we get from seeing other couples. But when you actually apply it to real life and you kind of see that, ah, this might not be what I truly want, you got to figure that out for yourself. And also, don't be so one-sided that politics completely engulfs you. You've got to have more to life than just this, folks. There's, there's way more to me than just this. I, I would sincerely hope if you're a listener of the show that you realize there is more to me than just this. This, I'd want to kill myself after doing this. I mean, come on. There is just, there's no fun in this. It's because of passion that drives us. It's because we actually give a shit about this country. And we're not, I'm not paid. I'm not paid by anybody. I do this because I want to do it. You don't have to pay to enjoy the show. You get it for free. The content's free. I just ask that you share it with people. That's really it. But there's got to be more to you than just one side. You've got to have diversity of personality. Diversity of character, diversity of hobbies, diversity of passion. If you don't, oh man, I'm sorry, that's boring. Can you imagine dating somebody and all they talk about is politics? I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. But you've got to, you've got to figure out what you want. And that just takes time. It takes some experiences. And, you know, it's okay. It's okay. That's what dating's about, you know? That's what dating's about. All right, let's get into the show. <coughs> Got a great one for you today. The Netherlands. I, I, Of all countries, the Netherlands, really. They uh, have their first trans winner. Little tranny over there. And wait till you see who second place is. Blows my mind. We got Jonah Hill. I want to talk about this. I really do want to talk about this because I think this is ridiculous. You know, I feel like... Um, I feel like there's a lot to break down here. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, um, well, let's get into it. Let's get into the show here. All right. So we got Jonah Hill. This was trending over the weekend. I saw this briefly, very vaguely, not vaguely, excuse me. I saw this very briefly. And um, it was just kind of mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing in the sense that not enough people well, let me just read you the article. Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, this is his ex-girlfriend, explains why she waited until his new fiance had their baby before sharing his abusive texts. Well, this girl goes out there and shares these texts from Jonah Hill. They're currently not together and haven't been for some time, apparently. I didn't know that at the time. And then shares these abusive texts. Now, supposedly abusive, okay? Now, look, ladies, I know you're going to respond instinctively right off the bat to say he's a manipulator, he's gaslighting, blah, blah, blah. Hold on. There is, there's enough blame to go around here. Now, she shared these texts. Now, she's apparently a, was a, or still is a pro surfer. And she shares these texts that Jonah Hill had DM'd her. And let me just read the article. It's from Yahoo News. In case you missed it, actor Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, recently shared a flurry of texts between the two of them that dated back to 2021. All right, you had two years. You had two years. This tells me this woman's an insufferable cunt, 
I'm going to tell you why, folks. I'm going to tell you why. He's at fault, too. Do not get me wrong. He's at fault, too. But you waited to share this for two years almost until his fiance had their kid to do what? Because you are so inwardly miserable. You are so inwardly miserable that you want to try and ruin somebody else's life publicly that just had a newborn that is happy? You were not abused whatsoever. I've read the texts. That was not emotional. And oh my God, you I got to look. I'm sorry, women, you are some of the most impressionable people out there. You get one word in your head, and I'm not saying all women, but I see it more commonly in women than I do men. But you learn some new turn, narcissism, misogynism, gaslighting, yada, yada, yada. And then you apply it to every aspect of your life. I knew this other girl did the same freaking thing. Same thing. Starts going to a few little empowerment groups for females about narcissism and behavior, narcissistic behavior and relationships. And then suddenly they take that perspective and they apply it to every single, oh, it's because it's a narcissist. Because, it, But you also take no fault on yourselves. None. It's always somebody else. You don't have enough cognizant ability to look at it from both sides. Like, okay, these are what, these are the things that that person did wrong, but did I do something wrong? The fact that she shared these texts publicly is a gents, that is a massive red flag. Stay away from those women. The women that go public with relationship drama and shit like that, stay away from them. That shows a sincere sign of needing validation from strangers on the internet. And she's going to put you in men. If men do this, women do the same thing. Stay clear of them. The public has no business knowing about your relationship dirty laundry. At all. It's none of their business. But the fact that she did this, I've had an ex that does this, and she gets on my fucking nerves, and she's a train wreck. I never went public with anything. There's no point to. There's no need for it. You can be adults. But instead, gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, women, you better listen to me right now. When you see somebody's social media, and gents, I don't give a damn how hot she is. I don't care if she is smoking gorgeous. Doesn't matter. Because what she's doing to him, she'll do to you. What he's doing to her, he'll do to you. This isn't a he versus she thing. This is a, a toxic behavior that should be avoided at all costs. Now, the crux of this is that Jonah Hill basically DM'd her a while back saying that, you know, these are my boundaries. My boundaries are, I don't want you hanging out with male surfers. I don't want you posting pictures in your bikinis, yada, yada, it's sexual, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fair enough, right? Well, no, here's where I also disagree with Jonah Hill. She was a pro surfer when you approached her. You were in her DMs. Now, there's a lot to go back and forth here on. He was in her DMs. Cat calling her. Not in a negative way, but like, damn, she's hot. All right? Excuse me for smoke, like snorting in the microphone. He was in her DMs. Ladies, I'm going to give you a little insight to how men think. Men will fuck anything with two legs and a butthole. That's true. That is true. So if a guy is hollering at you in your DMs, it doesn't necessarily mean he thinks you're wifey material. If he's hollering at you in your DMs and flirting with you and catcalling you in such a manner, my question is what makes him think that he could even get away with that? So I'm, I'm inclined to wonder, what are you posting? Oh, man. You're going to hate me after this. I don't care. I don't care if you women hate me after this. If you are out there posting the most egregious shit with your tits and your ass hanging out, you cannot sit there in pearl clutch when dudes are up in your DMs hollering at you in a very disrespectful manner. I would never, when I see a woman that's got her shit together, when she's dressed a crow, now I'm not even saying like modestly, but you can tell she doesn't take shit off dudes. Why bother? There's no point. You ain't getting anywhere with that. She's got to, you know what she's got? She's got self-respect and you're not going to take that from her. And she is certainly not going to lower her standards to deal with a fuck boy like you. Ain't going to happen. So when Jonah Hill was hollering at her in her DMs, he was looking at her more as a conquest versus I want to wife this chick up. But apparently she accepted. And then he says, these are my boundaries. My boundaries are no doing this, 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 and this, and this. And people, I watched on Twitter and they were like, well, these are rules, rules, boundaries. It doesn't matter. And these are not rules that are enforced on somebody. It's just saying, if you want to be in my life, if you want to come share my life, these are my standards. I'm the same way. 
And it's learning each other's standards as you go. It's learning each other's boundaries as you go and respecting them. Now, if you feel a boundary is too far and you can't negotiate a way to compromise on it, well, then you should end the relationship and find somebody else that's best suited to you. This is not rocket science. But the fact is, she posted this stuff two years later. And I don't see anybody calling her out for this. This is manipulation at its core. He didn't force you. You could just easily walk away. But Jonah also should have known better. You can't go into a relationship trying to change somebody from what they already are when you first entered in the relationship. That's who they are. You don't date for the idea of what they could be. You date them for what they are and you fall in love with that and you push each other to become something better than what you currently are. I mean, I can't even imagine like going to a car dealership and saying, you know what? I'm gonna buy this piece of shit jalopy in hopes that I can turn it into a Lamborghini. No. You buy it based upon the value it currently has. So if you want to sit there and, you know, claim that, you know, Jonah is completely wrong here, he partially is and show, and so is this, this crazy woman. It's the truth, folks. So when I read this story, when I read this article, I was like, the number one thing is, why the hell did she go public with this? Number two, he was wrong for saying, you know, hey, you got to change who you are. Like, no posting bathing suit pictures. She's a pro surfer. Jonah, what the hell? Dude, you, you can't change someone like that. That's who they are. That's their identity. So it's kind of fucked up on your part as well. But the overall lesson to be learned here is accept people for who they are. Now, accepting them doesn't mean you have to date them. It just means that, you know, I've, I'll be honest with you. There were people that I, I've known for years, good friends of mine, that if I was suddenly single again, there is no way in hell I would go near them. I see what they post. I see their perform. I see their behavior. Excuse me. It's like, no, not gonna, I'm not, I wouldn't deal with that. I wouldn't want to tolerate that. If she has an OnlyFans, no, not going to tolerate that. I, I, I'm sorry, just not. That's just me, though. That's just me. But nobody's going after this woman. Instead, all these females on Twitter, all these women, all these low IQ women... Oh my God, it was manipulation. Girl, you should have run. You got out of that manipulation. Oh my, come on. Where was she manipulated? He clearly said, these are my boundaries. Was he hypocritical? Yes, he was. But at least he was consistent in that. Far be it from me, folks. Far be it from me. But I read those texts. Yeah, a little jacked up. But still. He said, these are my boundaries. And she could have just easily said, you're a hypocrite. This is who I am, deuces. But I'm sorry, women. If you sit there, I don't have, I don't feel sorry for you. It's hard to kind of pull out, pull yourselves out of situations sometimes. But what do you want? You want sympathy? You want empathy? Oh, mm, he, he said that you have to be a little bit more, mo mm, no. I'm going to tell you this right now, ladies. I'm going to tell you this right now. You remember that TikTok video of that one liberal woman not so long ago? She said, I want a conservative, I want a liberal dude that has conservative values. You know why conservative men are being sought after so much now? Because they're actual providers. They actually have jobs and fulfilling careers. They can put a roof over your head. They can put food in your stomach. They can take care of you. You can see yourself settling down and starting a family with them. Yes, these are high value men and you better listen to me right now. Don't you dare sit there and think for a second they're going to tolerate some fucking street thug or some, some street hoe. No. <laughs> He's going to want a modest woman that's loyal to him and respects and understands the shit that he brings to the table. If you want to go belong to the streets, go be a party girl. Go to the club scene. Go do all that shit. And go see how satisfying and fulfilling that is. So when he's up in your DMs catcalling you because he wants to fuck, that's because you're giving off the idea, not all the time, not all the time. I'm not saying this for every woman, but the most part from what I've seen in the examples given, you're posting shit that would give the impression of, I'm open to fuck. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You do what you want to do, but you cannot sit there and suddenly cry havoc and say, oh my God, why am I getting? Because you look like a whore. You dress like a whore. What do you expect? You think anybody was catcalling Mother Teresa? Why? Because she was giving off, and you know, it's Mother Teresa too, but she was giving off the idea of, uh, I'm not interested. Actual empowered women that are driven on themselves to be better, 
Fuck boys don't mess with them. They are intimidated by them. How do you people not see this? Women that have their, I don't care if you're a single mother, I don't give a fuck. Women that have their nose to the grindstones, they're focused on their jobs, themselves, bettering themselves. You don't see fuckboys toying around with them because they were intimidated by them because they're actually, fuckboys are nothing more than weak men. Let's just be honest. That's what they really are. You don't see a lot of strong alpha types going out there and fucking with these very truly independent and empowered women. You don't. You just don't. You know who you do see him with? The girls that kind of flaunt that shit. What are you baiting your hook with? So, Jonah Hill's up in her DMs, hollering at her. She clearly accepted. But Jonah should have known better. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I think Socrates said that. Pretty sure. I could have that wrong. Excuse me. I'm sorry I keep sniffling into the mic, folks. I apologize. I know it sounds disgusting. I am so sorry. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyway, enough on that. Folks, that's my, that's my advice right there. You see that woman posting out, or you see that dude posting out your private information. Don't ever date that woman. Don't ever be with that guy. Number one, they violated the trust that you have in a partnership that even once the partnership has ended, you still don't violate it. Because I don't think a lot of people realize, they don't think about this. If they will do it to them, they will do it to you. If you hang out with a friend that talks shit about your other friends behind their backs, you're an idiot. <coughs> you're an idiot if you think they don't do the same thing to you. You are living in a fantasy world. That's why you cut them. You get rid of them out of your life. That's not the type of person you want around you. That's not. I got about three, I got three friends that I consider my close friends, my confidants. And none of them talk shit about other people. The things they say when one another's not present is the same things they say if they were present. And they're not afraid to say it. There comes a certain point in your life where you've got to outgrow those types of people. Those types of people still have that high school mentality. Because it's true, misery loves company. Folks, think about it. There is so much negativity in this world. Every 24-hour news cycle, I can go pull, like, let's just do a little thing. Let's go do a social experiment right here. Hold on. Let's go to CNN.com. Okay, CNN. How much good news? NATO chief Ukraine will join alliance when conditions are met. Not really good news. Trump argues classified die. Not good news. Black maternal deaths keep right. Not good news. Uh, Arrogant stunning reversal is a blow to Putin. Eh, somewhat good news. Biden, NATO leaders, right wave of momentum. Turkey agrees with eh, Russia. There's not much good news here, folks. Let's go over to Fox. Fox News. Uh, fed up Dem defects, Bud Light controversy mocks, uh, tourist dies, bikini clad women shout racist to fund the police, rockstar. It's nothing but bad news, folks. Bad news. That's all that we are surrounded with. Why? This would not be here if there was not a need for it. If people didn't click, if people didn't watch, if people didn't talk, if people didn't share. We are the cancer. Us, society. This would not exist. It's cause and effect. We are the cause. This is the effect. So until people can outgrow the mentality of saying that I want to surround myself with drama, with misery, why? Because what it does, it allows me to stop focusing on my own failures, my own miserable life, and look at other people and point the finger at them. It's the easiest thing to do. Why? Because so many people do it. When was the last time if you're listening to this and I'm talking to you specifically, when was the last time you had to stop somebody and say, hey, look, you're my friend, but if you're going to continue this behavior of talking about other people, we're not going to be friends. I hope you haven't had to because I hope you don't have friends that you have to do that to. When was the last time you heard about somebody doing that? Every time I open up Twitter, Jesus, it's the same thing. Trump's versus DeSantis. So much talk. And I, I, I made a post on my AA Savage show before I got banned. Now it's John Burke 39 on Twitter. Laura Loomer is unhinged. That woman, she just she started mom shaming too. Like, I'm sorry, this woman's unhinged. But anyway, point being was, there's a few accounts that I followed that I really appreciated 
the, the dynamic of what they posted. Very insightful stuff. But suddenly it turned into this Laura Loomer um, slander fest. And I got sick of it. And I made a post like, look, I love a lot of y'all. You're really good at what you do. Your, your skills and your talents are just unmatched. You're articulate in your points. You really bring to light some things that people need to think about. But I got to unfollow you because all you talk about now is Laura Loomer. I blocked that bitch. I'm sorry. She's insane. I she they can, People can go celebrate. I got blocked by that. I don't care. I don't want to see you or anything about you on my timeline. You are toxic. You are demon possessed. You are a disgusting individual. I view you no better than liberals. Liberals that want to castrate children, chop off. You are one and the same to me. So why would I want to continue having that type of content on my feed? Why would I want to consume that every single day? So I made the post. I said, look, if you're sharing her stuff to combat her with a gotcha, I'm unfollowing you because I don't want to see this woman anymore on my timeline. She brings nothing to the table that's positive. It's clearly a bias slant. Now, this can be politics. This can be relationship issues. This can be me. It doesn't matter what the actual um, foundation of what they're saying is really about. It's just the fact that I don't want that crap in my timeline. Folks, it's the same in life. This is where I close the point here. So bear with me. It's the same in life. Now, listen to me, ladies. Listen to me, young men. You might be in a relationship right now. You're sitting there listening to the sound of my stuffy voice. And you might be in a relationship right now where you're not happy. But you're scared to leave because you've grown comfortable. You've grown accustomed to having things the way they are now. And you're too afraid to make a change about it. The drama that exists in your life, the negativity that exists in your life, the darkness, the toxicity, the poison only exists if you allow it. When you come knocking on John Burke's DMs and Instagram saying, John, I need some advice, blah, blah, blah. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to tell you it's your fault for tolerating it. He could be or she could be the one doing all the mistakes, but it's your fault for tolerating it. It only exists because you allow it. The drama that is in your life, that is in the workplace, that is wherever, it only exists because you allow it. You have got to set forth boundaries and say these boundaries will not be crossed because what does that do? Ultimately, folks, it protects your peace. How much is that worth to you? Your peace. When I go home, that's my peace. That's my castle. I have my garden, I have my chickens, I have my yard, I have this, I have that. This is my peace. I will not let somebody into my kingdom, into my domain, into my fortress of solitude that's going to bring anxiety, that's going to bring toxicity, that's going to bring poison. Because if I do, what did Jesus say? I'm knocking, but you got to let me in. You can either let Jesus in, you can let God in, whatever God you believe in. You can either let those good things in or you can let negativity in. How does negativity get into your house? Through your television, through this phone, through this mobile device right here is where I think a lot of the stuff comes to us. Folks, I know what I'm talking about. I've been dealing with this for years. We've got to be mindful of the content that we consume because it will affect us through the means of constant exposure. There is no way for it not to. One of the greatest things I love about my girlfriend is that I'll come home or I'll wake up or whatever and she'll have like a, a worship song playing. And I love that. Normally I don't. I just don't like new age Christian music. I kind of like the old school. Give me that old time religion. Give me that. I was raised Pentecostal to an extent. I love the oldies. The oldies are the goodies. This new age stuff, it just sounds too whiny. <laughs> You ever, I'm, I'm serious. Like you ever go to these, I can't go to contemporary churches because they're too afraid to preach actual doctrine because these pastors are cowards. Every, every song now, every worship song, it goes on for like 10 minutes and repeating the chorus like 20 times. And it's the same thing. I will worship you, Lord. I love you, Lord. And there's not that there's anything wrong with it, but man, it gets to the point where it's just kind of repetitious and it's kind of the same thing. 
But the thing that I love though, is she plays these songs and she plays these sermons. And I love that. I love that she welcomes positivity into the house. We pray together. I got to do a better job at that. Man, it's your role. It's your job to bring that house under subjection to God. Now, I, know, I'm not, I don't mean to preach to y'all. I know I'm getting a little off topic on here, but I've just realized that, folks, I need to get better in step with God. I do. I know that it's it's a very difficult uh, road to, to, to walk. It's easy to not walk any single path, folks. It's easy to be undisciplined. And I'm not going to preach at you. It's not my job. It's not what I'm here to do. But I am saying if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, sometimes it's great to just hit the knees and send one up to the big man upstairs and kind of let go. Some of these news topics we're going to cover today, folks. Look, you know, I can't talk about this on the podcast, but as a Christian, I do believe that, look, there's no fixing this. This world is in a tailspin that we're meant to be in. This is Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. And in fact, and I know this sounds crazy to hear, we should kind of be rejoicing. If you think about it, the end is almost near. God's coming back. It's true. All the end time signs are coming to pass. You cannot deny it. A world, a one world order, the attacks on Christianity to the, the level that we've never seen before. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. But it definitely takes effort to walk that hard path. It takes effort to go to the gym. It takes effort to be disciplined. It takes effort to guard your mind away from the negativity that exists in this world. Because folks, it is everywhere. You cannot even open up your phone without seeing that negativity. And whose fault is that? I'll, I'll look at my stuff in my feed and oh my gosh, I'll just sit there and I'm like, well, whose fault is it, John? It's your fault. You follow this crap. It's you. And by crap, I mean news outlets. I got to stay informed. This is kind of my role, I guess. Sometimes it's good to do a social media purge, folks. Take a break. Take a breath. It's okay. You know, if we really think about this, we got one life to live. You know, I, I was watching this thing. Um, it was on TikTok, no less. And it, it just, oh man, it really struck a chord. It talked about that when you die, I'm paraphrasing here. And then after this, I'm going to get started with the news, folks. But after you die, for a few days, your family will grieve you. There'll be a lot of tears. There'll be a lot of sadness. You'll be home from work. And then soon, your relatives and your family are going to go back to work. They're still going to remember you. They're still going to cry. Eventually, the things that you once possessed will be taken away, hauled off, end up in a landfill, maybe passed down if you're lucky, I guess. But ultimately, the memory of you is slowly going to fade. If you're listening to this, I'm talking directly to you. It doesn't matter who you are. Your children will have children of their own. And they will have children of their own. You'll be grandpa so-and-so, great-grandpa so-and-so. But eventually, your memory and the things that you did will be forgotten. All the things that you built up, that you worked hard to get, to acquire, to achieve, you can't take it with you. It's gone. It's a scary thought to go into the afterlife because none of us truly know what's coming. We believe, we have faith, but we also question it. You'd be foolish not to. Even I do. The most devout Christian has doubts sometimes, but it's by faith. The things that are not seen yet believed. The reason I'm telling you this, folks, is that you've got to take some time for you and the things that truly matter. And the things that truly matter are the things that are happening now. The family that you have, the loved ones that love you unconditionally, the memories you make, the things you get to do, the people you get to be with, the world that you get to experience. Take some time for you. You deserve it. Unless you're Jonah Hill. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough there. Ah, just got to get that off my chest.
I am going to bring back the Dear John stuff. Josh is out today. He's actually almost done with his house. I know y'all are happy to hear this. I know Josh is he's probably listening. He's been checking up on me. Um, he's out of the office today. He was in yesterday, which I didn't want to come in yesterday. I didn't want to risk getting anybody infected. Um, but yeah, Josh, I don't know if he's going to be back tomorrow, but his house is almost finished. So big thanks to... Uh, well, man, I don't know. The contractors really dicked him over on that one. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's get into the news, folks. We got the Jonah Hill thing. All right. Miss Netherlands 2023, Ricky Valerie Coley becomes first transgender model to win prestigious title. If you've not seen this, um, yeah, this is weird. I, I Let's just, I... I <laughs> What do you say to this? Men are better at being women than women are now. Misogyny is as peak performed again. It is returned. Now men apparently can do better at things than women can. You know, the, the best way to combat this, though, is to bring back misogyny hardcore. And when I say that, I mean it in the sense of now use transgenders by their biological sex to embolden that. And what I mean by that is to say exactly what I just said. Look at that. Men are better at being women than women are. So clearly... Being a man is the best thing in the world. Now, do I mean that? No. But if that was the position adopted by so many, number one, it clearly showcases that transgender women are still biological males and through the use of transgenderism are dominating women's sports, women's beauty pageants, women's whatever, and are coming out and they're crushing them. I mean, am I wrong? That's what they're doing. It's not only what they're doing, folks. It's also what they're being allowed to do by women. Now, I, I wish, I wish liberal white women could just make up their minds on anything, on something. I mean, it's, I know that's like asking for a miracle. And even Jesus himself is like, look, dude. He's like, I believe in miracles. I worry. He's like, well, come on now. Come on. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's funny to me how you'll sit there and you'll scream about female empowerment. And then you get some beta males that can't hack it in the male's world because they're too weak, they're too mentally weak, so they have to transition to the opposite sex because they feel like they'll be more accepted over there. And what do you do? <coughs> you accept them with open arms. Ah, too weak to be a man? Come be a woman. That's like getting somebody's sloppy seconds or leftovers. Think about that. Ah, I was born in the wrong body. I'm clearly mentally delusional. Can I be on your team? Yes, come on over. We accept that we love everybody. And then what do they do? They compete in your girls' sports and they dominate. They go and they use your restrooms. They go to beauty pageants now. This guy doesn't even have boobs. That's how pathetic it is. They have devalued what it means to be a woman. I'm sorry, guys. I'm glad I'm not a woman. I don't think I could go through the, the menstrual cycle and having those types of cramps, having that kind of pain. Women got a rough deal. They really do. Men, like, what, we get some gas from time to time if we Taco Bell? These women, once a month, they're hurting. Childbirth, nine months. I mean, mothers should be especially pissed off about this nonsense. Nine months of carrying that child, not a clump of cells, that is a child. And then you go through the birthing process. Oh my gosh. It's like trying to poop a bowling ball. It's nuts. And they do it. And they do it damn well. They're caretakers. They're homemakers. They're the most patient, kind, and loving individuals. And I, honest to God, will die on this hill and saying, I think they are the greatest gift that God gave us. Without women, men, I mean, my gosh, you think we're bad now, ladies, all these feminists. We'd be 10 times worse. Probably would never be washing our sheets, showering on occasion, a lot of war, a lot of fighting. That's what we do. That's what we do. Women balance men out and men balance women out. But this right here, this is a travesty. This should never be normalized. And folks, you should be speaking out. You should be taken to social media. 
You should be going everywhere saying, no, this is not right. The only way this gets normalized is if you allow it to. Don't be afraid to make enemies. Don't be afraid to stand up for what you believe in because this shit right here is not normal. This is ridiculous. This is insanity. This is emboldening and empowering insanity. Because what if somebody said, I'm a schizophrenic and I hear voices? Well, you know what? Maybe you should listen to what the voices say. Well, that's not good for them. That's a schizophrenic. They're clearly delusional. So then what's the difference here? I think I'm a woman. Uh, well, your body, or excuse me, your brain says one thing, but your body clearly says something else. There's a disconnect. Therefore, there's a disorder. I'm just, you know, I'm, 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 I'm at a loss on this. But this is what the left does. Inclusivity. Let's bring everybody together. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I still don't get why Blair White is such a massive pull or Caitlyn Jenner is such a massive pull in the conservative movement. Because they they agree politically, suddenly they're on our side. No. Insanity is insanity is insanity across the board. It does not matter. The age of tolerance needs to come to an end. Tolerance has got us in this situation to begin with. Now, just one real quick thing here. That's Bill Hader. Miss Netherlands. It's like he's the son of Bill Hader. Now, you want to see something even more crazy? This was the second place winner. You're telling me. Now, if you're watching me on Rumble or Kick right now, I do the live shows on Rumble and Kick. You can also find me on YouTube at John Berg Official. This was second place. You're telling me this woman, this actual biological woman who is beautiful, probably had a little work done. You're telling me this woman came second place to this dude with this. I mean, my God, come on. This guy looks like he'd eat, eat corn through a freaking picket fence. He's so bucktooth. It's ridiculous. His ears stick out. Like, you know, drop him off a mountain. He's going to fly. You're telling me this dude is a better looking female than this biological woman? Ladies, they are slapping you in the face right now, and you're just sitting there and you're taking it. Why were they competing against this guy? Why do you swim against them? Why do you like, why do you enter any competition when you see there's a transgender competitor? Every single woman should back out and say, nope, not doing it. No, you can compete in your own class. I don't even think they should get their own class because all that does is try and normalize the insane behavior. No. Absolutely not. They shouldn't get their own league. You should compete in the biological league that you were born into. Men should compete with men, women with women. That got second place. We are living in this world where honesty is now going to get you labeled as a racist, white supremacist Nazi. Bigot, transphobe, yada, yada, yada. This is what they're pushing now, folks. This is exactly what they're pushing. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me the transgender privilege did not get him that win. Because there were way more beautiful women up there. Now, the, the same token, though, and this is what I do love about the hypocrisy of the left, is that they will take transgender story hour, drag teams, drag tree, uh, drag queen story hour, excuse me, and they will sit there and say, you know, well, it's no different than going to a Hooters. Mm, yeah, it kind of is. I would never take children to Hooters to begin with, but those Hooters girls aren't trying to sexually indoctrinate those children. But secondly... Isn't it, isn't it kind of ironic how the female empowerment movement backs this transgender winner in a competition that is based solely upon looks? I'm confused. Feminists, I thought you hated this. Liberal women, I thought you were not in favor of this. Actually, and oh my God, prepare to have your socks blown off, folks. I don't even support beauty pageants. I think they're stupid. Miss America is stupid. Why? You're clearly pitting women against each other based upon how they were blessed. That is the dumbest thing I've seen in my entire life. You're hot. Good for you. But now we got to see people compete. It took nothing to be beautiful. I mean, some cosmetic work, I'd imagine. Maybe some dieting. But you were blessed with that. I'm sorry. I think that's some of the most shallowest, dumbest things I've ever heard in my life or seen in my entire life. A woman that would wear a banner saying Miss Such and Such 
and be proud of that, you're proud of what? What did you, what did you earn? You were born and you're just like, ah, that's it. No, sorry. That's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. All right, moving on. But again, folks, end times right there. That's it right there. Look, a man pretending to be a woman and they sit there and they applaud this. They sit there and they applaud this. Did you see the Joe Biden thing with uh, King Charles? You see that? He landed in uh, England and he did a review of the troops. And he definitely looked like he was, Biden was not doing good. He was relying upon the king to kind of uh, hold him up a little bit. And the king had to kind of like signal him to go, where to go. Biden is out of it. Out of it. All right. DOJ indicts Gal Luft for FARA violations with CEFC, which bankrolled the Bidens. Yeah, they're prosecuting the whistleblower. And what's happening to Hunter Biden? Not a damn thing. The Justice Department indicated the missing, or excuse me, the Justice Department indicted the missing Biden family whistleblower, Dr. Gal Luft, for failing to register as a foreign agent of CEFC China Energy Company, the same company for which Hunter Biden worked. Folks, I cannot make this up. You cannot make this up. Luft, who claims he is a fall guy, is a fugitive after skipping bail in Cyprus in April while awaiting extradition. Authorities charged Luft with conspiring to sell Chinese weapons to the UAE, Kenya, and Libya, violating the Foreign Agents Registration Act, FARFA, and making a false statement. Yeah, I'm sure. Luft claims he gave incriminating evidence of Biden family wrongdoing about CEFC to the FBI and the DOJ in Brussels at a March 2019 meeting. He alleges U.S. authorities covered up the interview. You don't say. What? No. You mean the FBI, the three-letter agency? Oh, no, 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 no. Just, 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 no. Again, we always want to empower these three-letter agencies because we back the blue by the metric of good that we can measure through the actions shown in the news. But nobody ever shows the negative things these people do. The clear flagrant disregard of morality, the law. So they're going to prosecute a guy that was kind of in bed with the Biden saying, hey guys, uh, look, I got some evidence on this guy. Well, we're going to indict you. Well, what about the Bidens? Folks, there's only one way out of this. <clears throat> and it ain't voting. The DOJ in this country is a fucking joke. It is a joke. It's the truth. It's the truth. It is a joke. Can you imagine the corruption that this guy points out against Joe and Hunter Biden? And what do they do to cover it up? Indict him. Wow. Just wow. He is a fall guy. Love claims, or excuse me, or on Monday, the Justice Department brought multiple charges against Luft, including not registering as a foreign agent at the CEFC and fair violation. Page 21 of the indictment shows Hunter Biden worked closely with CEFC. In fact, the chairman of CEFC, Yi Jiming, paid Hunter Biden a $1 million retainer fee for legal services in 2017. Hunter Biden, a lawyer. $1 million to retain a crackhead. They were not retaining him for legal um, advice, folks. They were retaining him to get to Joe Biden. Don't even kid yourselves. Hunter Biden is legitimately a crackhead. He has nothing of value to offer except crappy art that he can sell for half a million dollars. People are stupid enough to buy it. They paid him a million dollars to get to his dad. And he knows this. Joe Biden knows this. This is nothing new. Come on, don't kid yourselves. This is real. But instead, look at charge the whistleblower. <laughs> Mind-blowing, folks. Mind-blowing. But hey, the adults are back in charge. NATO looks to Israel-style relationship with Ukraine, rejecting full membership for now. Of course, we all know, according to NATO, Laws that if a country is currently under in a global, or excuse me, in a conflict, a war, whatever the case, they cannot apply to join NATO. It has to be a peace. 
surprised they're actually upholding this. I honestly am. Because the problem is, once you open the door, once you open the door to allowing a country to join NATO and disregard the current rules that are set in place, then what point is there to have rules? There's none. NATO will make binding commitments to Ukraine modeled on its relationship with Israel, but won't commit to admitting it as a member until Russia has been defeated, it is claimed. <clears throat> Leaders of the North Atlantic, Atlantic Treaty. I, no, I'm, I'm all for withdrawing from NATO. NATO is a bane on this country. NATO pulls us into these issues. America's got enough blood on its hands. Let's not even kid ourselves. It pulls us into these issues, and then we do the heavy lifting. Our tax money. Our people, our military, our government, our country, we do the heavy lifting. It's ridiculous. I don't want to talk about this. Surgeon admits performing transsexual surgeries on young children. A pro-transgender university surgeon says he is performing irreversible sex surgeries on prepubescent children who have had no experiences of sexual feelings and little ability to consent or accomplish the required post-surgical procedures. The picture of the surgeon shows a surgeon with pink hair. I am, I am not kidding here. This dude looks gay with pink hair. It is a very complicated issue. Dr. Blair Peters, a Canadian-trained queer... Look at that. Didn't even read the article, folks. Didn't even read the article. Could tell he's gay. He's just got that look about him. Queer surgeon at Oregon Health and Science University told a friendly interviewer, but I think definitely something that we're going to learn a lot more about in the next five to ten years is we're doing just increasing... or As we're doing just increasing numbers of these cases, Blair said in the now-archived video. Getting consent and cooperation from pre-sexual children is also a problem, Blair acknowledged. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. These people should be lined up against the wall and shot. It's disgusting. Folks, you know, we've I've, I've dedicated one or two episodes of the show to talk about the transgender process. I've shown you videos, uh, CGI computer animated videos. I want to show you the real thing. It's disgusting. But in case you didn't know this, you realize that after they undergo these, these sex change uh, surgeries, they're sexually inept. They cannot have an orgasm ever again. Even if it's reversed, you can't. How many of y'all knew this? You, you are so mentally delusional. You would forego having an orgasm for the rest of your life just to take on the identity of the opposite sex. I just don't, I'm like, hey, John, you got to give up orgasms to, to have pizza again. Well, then so long pizza. Maybe it's because my priorities are different, but I don't think I would ever dedicate myself to something that says, hey, if you go through with this, um, you're never going to have an orgasm again. You're going to be on hormones for the rest of your life, even if you detransition. And the fact they're doing this to children, there should be mobs of angry parents in the streets beating these people to a bloody pulp for this bullshit. This should be rejected so hard by the entire society. Our entire society should reject this. This is disgusting. The fact that this has even made its way to American shores is beyond me. Beyond me. This ain't a country worth fighting for anymore, folks. I'm sorry to tell you this. It's just not. The fact that our government accepts this and supports this like Joe Biden did. America has fallen. We have fallen so far and so hard. But we knew we were going to. I, I, I just, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me, understand why anyone would voluntarily put their child through this. A child that has not even underwent puberty yet. 
And you think because that little boy picked up a Barbie, he's to now be transitioned into a girl? And the thing that I, I find most ironic about that is the fact that they are taking on, you say there's no such thing as gender roles, yet if he plays with a Barbie, that's clearly a sign for being a female. So you will admit that there are gender roles. There are gender norms, if you will. The women usually read, the little girl reaches for the dolly and the little boy reaches for the sword, the gun. That's how we were normally brought up. But now you've got these parents wanting to use their children to virtue signal on social media. Again, social media is the causation of a lot of our issues. If social media didn't exist, you would not see these parents doing half the stuff they're doing right now to gain social media clout in certain circles, to gain prominence, to gain a name, popularity. That's your causation. That's your reasoning why. These parents are disgusting. All right. Uh, that's all I got for you today, folks. Not gonna lie. I'm I'm still I'm still recovering. Um I am tired. Like even just doing this show just now, it's like it's just sapped a lot of the energy out of me. I just beat. I'm beat down, folks. I got nothing left. I didn't need no bell. No, I'm kidding. I just, I got to rest. I got to recover, folks. The girlfriend's at home. She's still a little sick. And, you know, I got to go home and take care of her. I, I shouldn't say, like, I don't have to go home and take care of her. want to go home and take care of her because she's taking care of She's taking great care of me. Short episode today. Hey, if you're part of Andy's crew, I want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for finding us. If you want to look me up, it is AA Savage Show on Instagram. It's John Burke 39 over on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok as well, or just go to the link in my bio on Instagram. I have everything there. I'm also over on the Facebook. You can check me out there. But ultimately, the Alamo is right here on iTunes, um, Spotify. That's where the podcast is always going to be. Even if they ban me, I'll still be here doing the podcast. You want to help me out? It's my own Lost Savages. Do me a favor. Share this episode. Share the podcast. Tag me on social media. Help me grow the channels. Help me regain the following. It's up to you, folks. I'm here. I'm saying what's on my mind. I'm doing what I can. I just need you to help me grow this audience, grow my voice. And again, without you, I would not be here. I am so incredibly grateful. I'm so incredibly thankful. Make sure you go check out shellshockcbd.com or 1920brand.com if you're a whiskey connoisseur. We got your cocktail mixes right over there. You can go check it out. It's 1920brand.com. I hope you have a wonderful and blessed day. Do something today for you. Surround yourself with positivity. Get rid of the negativity. Watch what you're listening to. Watch what you consume. And be guarded. Guard your house. Guard your mind. Guard your heart. Until next time, you stay savage, America.